Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash hoops to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash h-o-o-p-s. The Volume. All right, welcome to Hoops Tonight here at The Volume. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope all of you guys are having a great week so far. We are live on AMP, so if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast feeds, don't forget that AMP is the very first place that you guys can get these shows. We're continuing our player rankings today with number 21, 20, and 19. You guys know the drill. Before we get started, subscribe to The Volume's YouTube channel so you don't miss any more of our videos. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JasonLT so you guys don't miss any show announcements. And last but not least, if for whatever reason you guys miss one of these videos and you can't get back over to YouTube to finish, don't forget you can find them wherever you get your podcasts under hoops tonight. All right, let's talk some basketball. So number 21, one of my favorite players in the league, Mr. Jalen Brunson. And I'm excited to dive into his game today because I think he's one of the more underrated players in the league. I think there's a pretty big gap between what the public perception is of Jalen Brunson and where he actually lands in this league. Like I'm showing you guys right now, I believe he's one of the, I believe he's the 21st best player in the league. So let's take a look at his season. 24 points, four rebounds and six assists in his first season as a legitimate number one option. 60% true shooting, which is obviously very, very good. 1.08 points per possession in pick and roll. You guys remember that list of the 15 high volume pick and roll players that I was referencing in our last video? There were 15 players who ran at least 1,000 this year. Jalen Brunson ranked fifth in efficiency at 1.08 points per possession. Underrated passer. He passed out of pick and roll 45% of the time, which led to 1.15 points per possession. He was actually a little bit more successful passing out of pick and roll than he was shooting. He was also 1.10 points per ISO. Out of 25 players in the league this year to run at least 250 ISOs, Brunson ranked fifth in efficiency. So when we kind of filter things down to volume. He's a top five ISO player and a top five pick and roll player. Probably a fact that not too many people are aware of. 
He also scored 76 points out of the post this season. And that's the key with Jalen Brunson. The, the, the story of him as a player is he's super versatile. Obviously, he's got all the shot making, 48% on catch-and-shoot jumpers, 45% on dribble jumpers, 52% on floaters, 63% on hooks out of the post, and 55% at the rim. All those numbers are way above average except for the rim numbers. That's pretty much average for a guard. And he's a very good passer. But it's not just him making those shots. It's the way in which he does it. I picked the Cavs to get upset by the Knicks in the first round, in large part because of Jalen Brunson and his ability to surgically approach games, to strangle the pace, and to consistently find the right action or matchup to target to get the best shot for his team. He sees the bigger picture of basketball games at an extremely high level. They might have even beat Miami if they got anything out of Julius Randle, but he was hurt and in general just didn't play very well. And so uh, it wasn't enough. But during the postseason, he actually went up a level overall. Jalen Brunson went from 24 points a game to 28 points per game with very little drop off in efficiency. He was still 59% true shooting, five rebounds and six assists. He was 28 points per game on 59% true shooting against two elite defenses. The Cavs were the very best defense in the league and the Miami Heat ranked ninth. If I told you, uh, a, a nameless player was going to go against two top 10 defenses and score 28 points on 59% true shooting, you'd be thinking like Dame or Steph Curry or someone along those lines. That's the level of production that is. That is legitimate superstar production in the playoffs that you're getting out of Jalen Brunson. But again, it all comes out to versatility. There's so many players in the league that spam the same action every single damn time, whether it's uh, you know, a guy like Donovan Mitchell who just runs pick and roll, or Trey Young who just runs pick and roll every single time down the floor, or, um, you know, guys that r- need to come flying off of screens, off the ball, or whatever it is. There's a there's a redundancy to that. There's a repetition to it that becomes easier to guard, especially when you get to the postseason. And that's why you see a lot of players of that Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell ilk kind of go down a level in efficiency when they get to that point. Same thing with a lot of players that as scorers rely on one thing over another, right? Like Joel Embiid relies heavily on making mid-range jump shots and getting to the foul line. And for whatever reason, that just doesn't materialize in the postseason and his volume and efficiency tank. But players that have many facets to the way that they attack tend to be the ones that are most successful in that setting. Jalen Brunson can run pick and roll, but he's also a textbook matchup attacker. If he finds a smaller, a thinner player, he's going to back him down to the post and try to get to that little left-handed hook shot in the lane. If he's got a smaller, slower player like Chetty Osman in that first round series against the Cavs, he's going to get the guard to guard screen to get the switch and attack him off the bounce to get to a jump shot that he knows that he can make. There is he will if you as a defense solve something that he's doing he can just go in another direction and that versatility is always the difference between the guys that go up a level in the postseason and the guys that go down a level in the postseason all three guys that we're hitting on today are guys that are famous for playing better in the postseason although one of the guys doesn't have quite as much experience um but the Knicks completely fell apart without Jalen Brunson on the floor in the playoffs they were plus 37 with him on the floor, minus 33 with him off the floor. In a uh, per-possession basis, according to Cleaning the Glass, it was more than 30 points per possession that they were, uh, points per 100 possessions that they were better with Jalen Brunson on the floor versus off the floor. Um, You can kind of like see the beginnings of this Jalen Brunson rise to fame and power in that Mavs series from two years ago when uh, Luka Doncic was out and he led the 
uh, the Mavs to a 2-1 series lead against the Jazz, including a big road win with a lot of the same stuff that you're seeing in this Knicks jersey. A lot of that matchup attacking, picking on switches, that versatile half-court surgery that is so important to succeeding in the NBA playoffs. Um, I think he's a legit star. And it's crazy to think that I have him as the 21st best basketball player alive and the Mavs let him walk for nothing. And now his $26 million salary looks like a steal. And it kind of looks like it might have been a gigantic catastrophe for the Dallas Mavericks. Although at this point, there's nothing to do but to move on. So in summary, you have a top five ISO and top five pick and roll guy on massive volume, underrated passer. His game goes up a level in the postseason due to his versatility and his surgical approach. His only real weakness is he's not a dominant athlete, which obviously has some limitations for him on the defensive end of the floor and just in general has a lower ceiling than some of his peers at the top of the league because he can't athletically dominate the games the way that some of them can. But Jalen Brunson, kudos to him. Uh, First season on his own, uh, or at least as the primary focal point of an offense, finishes 21st in my player ranking. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoops takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash hoops to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash h-o-o-p-s. Number 20, Kyrie Irving. Probably the biggest gap I've seen in the league in recent years between his reputation and his actual on-court production. You guys who have been listening to the show for a while, you've heard me talk about this. Like, I get it. I understand why Kyrie is not the most popular guy in the world. Everyone loves to hate Kyrie. I don't agree with everything that he does off the floor, obviously. But the dude is insanely good at basketball. And that needs to be the starting point for every single discussion about him. 
this season. 27 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists per game, 61% true shooting. All that's amazing. He was not at all to blame for Dallas missing the playoffs. He was lights out when he moved over there. 27 points on 63% true shooting. They won his shifts in 13 of the 20 games that he played. They were 14 points per 100 possessions better when Kyrie was on the floor versus when he was off the floor. Honestly, I mean, I, I said this right after the trade. Dallas is going to struggle because they don't have any athletes. That obviously ended up happening. But then you add in the fact that Luka Doncic was playing some of the worst basketball that he's played in the last couple of years over that tail end stretch of the season. That was the recipe for them to miss the playoffs, especially with how many other teams were playing well at the bottom of the conference. So again, obviously it's an ugly thing for that team to miss the playoffs after making that trade, but it wasn't the craziest thing in the world when you look at it, and it certainly wasn't Kyrie's fault. Um, Kyrie is a proven number two option that can be the second best player on a championship team. We saw it, obviously, with the Cavs, and um, um, we've seen him succeed in the playoffs as a shot maker since that point, just not on teams that are good enough to get over the top. As long as your number one is good enough, Kyrie can be your number two, and I think Luka is definitely good enough to be the number one next to a guy like Kyrie Irving. His 1.19 points per possession ISO mark that he put up in Brooklyn this year was number one in the entire league among players to attempt at least 200, so still the best ISO guy in the league. 39% on catch-and-shoot jumpers, 46% on pull-up jumpers, 49% on floaters, and 62% of the rim. I basically view him as a better version of Jalen Brunson, another guard that can strangle the pace of games and attack matchups and play that half-court surgery style that's so successful during the playoffs, but can do it in a bunch of different ways. In ISO, out of the post, also out of pick and roll. To me, he's just a higher-level version of Jalen Brunson. A little bit more athletic pop, a little bit more skill from each spot on the floor. I think his reputation from off the floor has just caused people to kind of get off of his scent for a little while. Um, but I view him as one of the most valuable archetypes of players in the playoffs. If you can have uh, that big playmaking forward, the big rim-pressuring playmaking forward like Luka, the best guy to complement that is the surgical three-level scorer, and that's what Kyrie is. And he's also a much better passer than people realize. Obviously, the six assists a game, but above and beyond that, like the really high-level stuff. There, that game winner that the 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 I think Maxi Kleba hit against the Lakers, that was a ridiculous cross-court left-handed push pass from Kyrie Irving that most players in the league don't even have the handle to be able to get the ball under control in their left hand, let alone throw that dart across the floor. He's arguably the most skilled player in the league, although he's not the best player in the league. Obviously, you guys know those are two different concepts, but an incredibly valuable archetype to have success in the playoffs, a bona fide number two and I'm excited to watch him play with Dallas because, again, you saw a little bit of it in the 20 games he played, but he brings a different pace, right? Like, Luka, very strangle, like, dribble the ball a million times. Like, Kyrie, like, will be patient to find the matchup that he wants, but when he finds the matchup that he wants, he goes quickly and he hits the gas and he will get generate real dribble penetration and drive and kick and get the ball moving around earlier in the shot clock so that multiple guys get a chance to touch the basketball. It's kind of like a nice change of pace alongside Luka. Um, and then the Mavs did their job this summer, and they added some dirty work guys. They added Rashawn Holmes and Grant Williams to bolster the front court. I think that helps a lot. Seth Curry as an additional shooter and second side creation option. I think the Mavs are going to be pretty good this year. So in summary, yes, Kyrie has been a mess off the court in the past, and that needs to be factored in when we're having these discussions, but everything needs to be framed around the fact that Kyrie is an insanely good basketball player. Six players 
in the entire league this year averaged at least 27-5-5. and Six guys in total. 27-5-5. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving. Like, again, don't don't ignore the off-court part, but let's remember that the on-court part plays a big role here. And, you know, obviously I have huge problems with him just up and leaving the team like he did with Brooklyn a few times. But there at the end of the trade deadline, it was kind of a business arrangement. As like it or hate it, he was he knew Brooklyn wasn't going to give him a deal. He knew cap space was going to be tight this summer. His best bet was to get traded to a team that would be not a cap space team that would be able to extend him using bird rights. That was his best bet to get paid. It ended up blowing up a good team, there's no doubt. But again, as long as things in Dallas remain somewhat coherent and, and competitive, I expect him to be bought in there um, over the course of this season. All right, moving on. Number 19, last for today, Brandon Ingram. 25, 6, and 6 last year, 58% true shooting. Only played in 45 games. That was the big thing that held him back. I actually think he's capable of being even higher on this list, but availability has been a concern for him. It's a big part of why their team missed the playoffs this year. Ingram is one of my favorite players in the NBA. He represents a specific type of archetype of player that we don't see very often. As you guys know, I gravitate towards the big rim pressuring forwards that are great passers, right? And that's why I've been a big fan of LeBron James throughout his career, right? But then... There's this other archetype of player, which is also super important and something that I've been a big fan of, which is like the dominant three-level score, right? And most of the three-level scores are, they struggle with rim pressure and with playmaking, right? And most of the guys that are uh, great rim pressuring playmaking forwards, they can struggle with some of the -the over-the-top shot making. Well, Brandon Ingram, I think, is the guy that has the best chance to be truly great at both. He's a better passer than most of his peers at his position. He's a better passer than Jason Tatum and then Kevin Durant than Kawhi Leonard than than Paul George. He's got this ridiculous court vision that he could see over the top and see all the reads. He's amazing at this like right-handed like slingshot pass that he just hits dudes in the shooting pocket on time on target nonstop. He hits spot-up shooters extremely well. He can make that cross-court pass and pick and roll, which is so vitally important as you're getting downhill to the right and you're bringing that low man over to tag the roller. That skip pass is the one you have to be able to make. He hits that every single time with uh, uh, with really good pace so that the guy doesn't have a chance to close out. He's just an incredible playmaking forward who also is a dominant scorer. He was over a points per possess- uh, over a point per possession in pick and roll and in ISO. 1.13 points per possession when he passed out of pick and roll. 1.2 points per possession when he passed out of ISO. And that's the key there. It's the mix of both. He's got this three-level scoring piece, 42% on catch-and-shoot jumpers, 44% on pull-up jumpers, 49% on floaters, 62% at the rim. So he's crossing all the boxes in terms of shot making. He's going to hit all the crazy ISO pull-up jumpers over the top of the defense, but at the same time, if you send multiple defenders at him, he's going to pick you apart. And we saw that translate to the playoffs, and that's the key. Last year, not this just not the season that just happened, but the year before 27, six and six on 58% true shooting against the sun, 6.2 assist per game, assist per game was magnificent making roles in making reads in pick and roll. I think that, I think that Brandon Ingram represents kind of the future of that position that like super versatile forward that can score at a high level and can pass at a high level. His biggest offensive weakness right now is getting to the rim he averaged just 2.3 restricted area makes per game and shot just 62% when he was there. 
in his defense, that's a super common issue for the tall, lanky, skinny uh, wings because they have a high center of gravity. A lot of teams will put smaller defenders on them that are really quick and that can disrupt their base. And so guys are good at cutting them off and forcing them to shoot over the top. But the advantage is, is that's what these guys specialize at. They specialize at making shots over the top of the defense. And that is this very similar problem that Kevin Durant has. As a matter of fact, um, Brandon Ingram gets to the rim considerably more frequently than Kevin Durant does. But that is a common issue for the big, lanky wings. His biggest overall weakness right now is the defensive end of the floor. Uh, Brandon Ingram is capable of being an all-defense-level defender. But he just hasn't shown that since leaving the Lakers. And that's a problem because, again, like we talk about, that's how you set the tone that trickles down the roster. I don't think it's a coincidence that teams that have stars that commit to the defensive end are typically the ones that win. Obviously, Jokic and Murray, they're an exception. That the, the, that Nuggets team was an exception that proved the rule. You go back the year before, Steph Curry obviously is an offensive player, but has always been committed to the defensive end of the floor. And Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, obviously, guys, Klay Thompson was an excellent perimeter defensive player in the 2022 finals, straight up locked up Jalen Brown towards the tail end of that series. Draymond Green, you know, top five defender in this entire era. Like, you get the, you get the point. They're built on defense. Go back the year before, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, they commit to the defensive end of the floor. That's like their bread and butter. They won the title defending. The year before, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they won the title defending. 2019, Kawhi Leonard, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam, they won the title defending. And then even going back to the Warriors rosters, you know, even one of their KD titles, they were a top 10 defense. So make no mistake, that commitment to the defensive end is a prerequisite if you are not the best offensive player in the league the way that Nikola Jokic is. And so for Brandon Ingram, that's the next step to him. A commitment to the defensive end is going to be what it takes for him to get to that all-NBA level instead of hovering around that 1920 area. And then obviously just learning to take better care of his body so that he's available to his team. So Brandon Ingram at 19. All right, guys, that is all I have for today. We'll have 18, 17, and 16 tomorrow. As always, I appreciate you guys, and I will see you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash hoops to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash h-o-o-p-s. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? 
Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.